This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I'm so glad to welcome to the podcast, Matt Markins. Matt serves as the president and CEO of Awana, a worldwide ministry for the discipleship of the next generation. Matt is also co-founder of the D6 Conference, a discipleship and family ministry community. He's also co-authored several books, including Resilient, Child Discipleship and the Fearless Future of the Church. Matt and his wife, Katie, have been involved in children's ministry for more than 25 years and live in Nashville with their two sons. And Matt, it's just great to have you on the podcast. Welcome. It's good to be with you, Jim. Well, I am excited about opening God's word with you, and I'm looking forward to hearing what verse you have for us today. Oh, it's great to be with you. And I love your podcast. It's so, so focused and so exciting. Thank you. It's exciting for me to open up God's word with men and women and hear what God has taught them. And so I'm doubly blessed, not only when I record, but then also when I listen with my kids on the road later. So yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing what God has taught you. Fantastic. So I'm a super visual person. And when a pastor's preaching or a teacher's teaching, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing things in my head. So one thing I love about Jesus is he's highly visual. And my verse is like a miniature movie all packed in to one verse, and it's Matthew 13, 44, which says, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered it up. Then in his joy, he goes and he sells all that he has and buys that field. So Matt, I'm really glad you went to this verse because I love this verse. There's just so much here. I know. I want to hear how God has used this in your life. So why don't you just, let's start there. Why this verse, Matt? Well, I think this, this, like you said, it's a lot. This verse is the Christian life and just in 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 a miniature movie in four lines. So he starts out with the kingdom of heaven. He's trying to give a little example of, hey, what is the kingdom of heaven like? And I think what Jesus is saying is that the kingdom of heaven is so valuable. It's so life-giving. It's so important. And it's everything you're looking for so much so that it's worth giving up all of everything you have. All the lesser things of your life are worth giving up because the kingdom of heaven is that good. That is such a striking visual way to communicate that truth. Yeah. How has God used this in your life? How has this verse come alive in your heart? Well, think of think of other ways Jesus communicates this in, in more plain, direct language. You know, he who finds his life will lose it. He who loses his life for my sake will find that language is it, it makes you sit up straight. It's very, very, I would even say potentially harsh. It's very real, right? Right. But I've always I've always appreciated that direct communication because Jesus is reminding me uh, there there's a lot I need to give up. But in the process of quote unquote giving it up, it's actually life giving to give it up on behalf of him to receive what he has, which is something better. So I, you know, I had coaches in high school who would challenge you and kind of get in your face and maybe fuss at you or yell a little bit. And I always appreciate a little bit of a challenge. And I think Jesus in that direct language is challenging us, but here he's saying something very similar, but in a way where I can envision an entire story where I can really feel like, oh, this would be so worth giving up all this stuff because this is going to be so much better. 
Well, let's dive into that story. As you read this, how does that drama unfold in your mind? Because it is, yes, go sell everything, but then there's this unexpected surprise. Yeah. Talk us through that. Well, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie The Shawshank Redemption, which is a very uh, it's, it's a very mature film in terms of the, the subject matter. It's, it's a man in prison, but there's this scene where a man uncovers a box hidden in a field next to a tree. And so in my mind, I'm seeing something like, I'm seeing a big tree and I'm seeing a man who uncovers a treasure. He, he finds it by surprise. And I'm envisioning that process of all he would, would have been thinking about going, mm. going to the market and going to his home and telling his family and what that conflict would be like and trying to help your family see that you've uncovered something that's so valuable. That would be so much better than, you know, than to give up everything that we have. And so think of all the drama that would have taken place there, right? To, yeah. to convince your family, we've got to sell stuff because there's something a lot better. Yeah. So this is why we're selling the house and the car and all our stuff. Trust me, it's going to be worth it. Yeah. And you know, they're thinking like, what? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember hearing John Piper talk about this verse and that's where it really came alive to me because in typical John Piper fashion, he's going to talk about Jesus is the treasure and he's worth everything. Yes. So that, I think that's why it resonates so much with me is because I, God has used this in my own life. So I have to ask you here, Matt, yeah. you're the president and CEO of Awana. Does this verse appear as one of the memory verses in the Awana program? You know, I'm pretty sure it does not. You know, the, the <laughs> program, the program team might correct me, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure this verse is is not in the program. But I think it's a verse that any any child could learn yeah. to love uh, yes. because it is such a beautiful word picture. Yeah, I love it. Let me read it again. This is Matthew chapter 13, verse 44. I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. Here's what Jesus said: The kingdom of heaven is like treasure buried in a field that a man found and reburied. Then in his joy, he goes and sells everything he has and buys that field. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think kids of all ages, whether they're cubbies or sparks or whatever the, the age level, they're going to appreciate what this verse says. It's, it resonates so much. But how would you, you've got two sons. If you were explaining to your kids what this verse means and how they could live it out practically, does it entail, I mean, should we sell things? I mean, how would you explain this to your kids if you were in the car with them on the way to school and getting ready to drop them off? What would that sound like? How can they live this out? I think we, I think we could equate the things we're selling into the, all of the normal things around us. I, I think we do, we do, we actually probably do a better job as Christians of scrutinizing our faith and the Christianity more so than we do scrutinizing all of the things we accept about the world around us. So what do I mean by that? I mean that this, this world and the world systems, the way we operate, the way we leverage all of the technology and the how much media we consume, we just accept that as if it's normal, right? Where I think Jesus, if we could go to Mark 1 15 mm -hmm. for a second, Jesus comes into the world and he says, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. So he's saying that the kingdom of God, and in this other verse in Matthew 13, 44, which we're talking about, is the kingdom of God is so valuable. Jesus is trying to say here in Mark, which I think is connected to what he was saying in Matthew, that my kingdom, not only me as king, but my ways of living are so satisfying. It's so valuable. It would be worth giving up. So we use language in our house when you plug into Jesus you plug into life. Hmm. When you unplug from Jesus, you unplug from the giver of life. So when I think about this verse, that's so good. You know, I, I want to, to remove my plug from all of the things 
that I'm trying, and it really, I may be assuming and not even thinking critically about them, but I'm getting things from, but I need to really think about critically about this world and all of those things and plug in strategically to Jesus because he's where I'm going to get better ways of living, more satisfying communication and, and relationship with him. His ways are really the best ways and they're worth giving up some of these other ways. That's wonderful. Matt, I love that explanation. Say that again, plug into Jesus. Plug into Jesus and you plug into life. When you unplug from Jesus, you unplug from the giver of life. That's so good. What a great way to bring the podcast to a close. I am so glad you could be here today and that you pointed us to this verse. It just makes my heart happy to think this is the Savior we serve. So Matt, thank you. Would you just close our time by praying this verse for all of us? God, as we navigate through life, may we find you, the treasure, the treasure of you and your kingdom of heaven that is so valuable that in our joy, we would sell and get rid of all of the other things that are nothing but a distraction. There's so much less. And may we lean into you and love you and follow you and trust you in all of our days. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word on the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.